0: Ladies ladies and gentlemen, you are now about to witness the journey that is the Life Choices Podcast. Yeah! Welcome back, everybody, to the Life Choices Podcast. Here, where we discuss mindset, success, the good and the tough aspects of going after your passions. Today's guest is Alexander Nazari. Correct. Awesome, I got it right. It's a tough one when you look at it, (laughs) but it's really important to me that I get the names right. You nailed it. Welcome to the show. I, I appreciate you joining well, us here today. I appreciate the invite. Can you let our viewers know a little bit backstory about you? Like what it is that you do right now in life, uh, different jobs, different businesses. Sure, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, so what I basically do is me and my wife own, uh, two salons. We're acquiring, acquiring our third beauty salon. Now our, our salons have full services, uh, everything from hair and nails to aesthetics such as microblading, like, uh, massage the whole the whole nine like okay. we're trying to offer everything for everybody and one of the benefits of our salon you know uh, the whole for a long time we've always heard single mothers or or you know stay-at-home mothers complain like i can't get i can't get my hair and my nails done i how am i supposed to take care of myself little johnny's a maniac and this and that and now we've we've kind of had an answer to that we offer child care at our salons yeah so, so, yeah so they act that we're, we're called me time salons and that's that's why we call it me time because you actually get some me time and you can watch your your child on on an ipad while he's being taken care of by our staff you know i
0: and literally just got goosebumps it's, a, it's that's it, a bro you've broken the mold of a the spa there you go wow
1: we're, we're acquiring our third we're about to close And I don't want to go into too much details Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. that because until it's official, but uh, it's going to be really close. It's uh, going to be downtown. So, yep. And that's, that's one of them. I was also involved with a marine construction business for a long while. You know, Uh, it was, it was very, very successful, but I had to walk away from that just because difference of opinions. But right now I'm really excited about a new venture that I'm taking on. Uh, I, I have a lot of brilliant people in my life. I'm far from brilliant, you know. I'm far from it.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I I try to hire the right people to surround myself with because to, yeah, I don't I don't know right. everything, and and it's hard to try to be that one strong person all I, the time. I,
1: well, then you can, and you can totally relate. Like my talent is recognizing the talent in others,
0: right? You know what I mean. I hear you.
1: Like I, you know, where I lack, there's so many people that don't, and I try to find those people and put them in the right positions in my life. To help us both, you know, it's a one hand washes the other's reciprocity.
0: Absolutely, I know? love it. Yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah. man. So ISP, Ideal Strategi- Strategic Partners, is um, is a company that has so much potential, I'm gonna get into that. Um, Scott Moffat is the CEO of the company. Uh, he is a brilliant guy. I, so I was bartending a long time ago at ER Bradley's, mm-hmm. you know? And this gentleman, Scott, used to come in all the time, you know, avid sports fan, the loudest at the bar, mm-hmm. you know? I, at first, I found him completely obnoxious, yeah. but then as soon as, well, you know, I started talking to him. Like, there's he had so much depth to him and so much knowledge. I, I knew he was brilliant,
0: you know? Okay.
1: There's some, we all have stuff to polish, but he mm-hmm. was, I, I knew that he had a knack for business. And, you know, we stayed in contact over the years, and then he... Told me about his his company and what he was doing. Um, he's basically doing what's Shark Tank. You know the show Shark Tank? Absolutely. It's what they do, but in like a real world setting. Okay. Okay. So he has various marketing streams that get him out there. So when you search how to patent an idea or how to launch a new technology, a new app, whatever, you know, they come up. Okay. So when they come up, you'll, you'll get in contact with somebody. And then if you have an idea that's actually workable that's feasible it solves a problem you know there's potential growth there we help you do that you know and we help you do that considerably faster than it would take you to do it on your own you know okay
0: so so if someone was trying to do these these ideas in business patents whatnot tough for them a lot of filing a lot of researching whatever Uh, but then you and scott that that particular business mm-hmm. is is already doing that work for them to help them out.
1: It's doing it's doing all the groundwork. It's doing okay. the tough stuff. I mean, most of these people that have these ideas, it's not what you think. Like, it's not what I thought. At least, let me let, right. me, let me let me rephrase that. It's not what I thought. I yeah. thought these were going to be people that were had huge business backgrounds that worked in a certain field and they found out how to improve something in that field. Mm-hmm. No, these are like blue collar guys. Like mo- most of the guys that we talk to are like from. You know, a town of a thousand people, yeah. you know, maybe, if that, in Ohio.
0: Just so, out of the box thinkers.
1: Because we don't consider them our clients. We consider them our partners. We're partnering with these people.
0: Right. You
1: know, while somebody, some, you know, a lot of these people that are helping you patent your idea or getting your, all they're doing is on a, they're, they're promotionists. You know, mm. <laughs> what they're going to do is they'll work with you no matter what, as long as you pay them. Well, the beauty of it is, is we get a small equity in their company. So now we have small equities in several companies that we're well invested in. We know the ins and outs of the company, and everybody's benefiting. These the people, best. these people call, that call in, man, most of, most of them are very like middle to lower class. You know, right? You know, yeah. they're not they're not in the upper echelon. You know, because if and, they and if they were, they'd have the resources to get it done themselves. And we're taking their baby. Yeah, you know? this is something that this is their pride and joy because you got to. We do we do require that they put like, you know, around twenty five percent of the initial investment in. And you know, for these people that that could be a lot of a lot of money.
0: That could be a loan.
1: The the small business loans are right around like three hundred thirty K to six hundred K, depending on what you're trying to launch.
0: Right, okay, You know, wow.
1: so if they can do, if we can get them to invest twenty five percent of that, and they have skin in the game, we will move forward with these people if it's a feasible.
0: Idea. Okay, well, that's good to know. They got to show up with twenty five percent of what it's going to be. If they
1: don't have any skin in the game and they're not doing any footwork,
0: what's the point? We're just
1: stealing their ideas. What we're doing at that point, and yeah, we're trying. We're trying to partner with people, yeah. not use people.
0: You have a great mindset. That's how we kind of like floated towards each other because we were we we could both tell that there was something conversational there. Yeah. We don't just wake up one day and be like this. We have to go through some shit to get to that level. Yeah. So where where in your life did you switch from, you know, an old mindset to this way of life? I'll tell you again, it goes back
1: to what I said about having the right people in my life. You know, um, it wasn't me by myself that got me out of where I was, and I'll and I'll touch on it briefly. Like, I have a checkered past, you know, that I'm Definitely not proud of, but I'm also not ashamed of because it made me who I am today, you know. Um, I'm the youngest, uh, shall I start from the beginning?
0: Wherever you like, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I'm the youngest of seven children. Boom. Okay. Uh, And as the baby, my father was married three times. I was from the third wife. So it was just me and my sister from my mother. So my older brothers, like I was just telling you before I walked in and we sat down to do this recording that my nephew was 36, I'm 43. My nephew's 36. He was the best man at my wedding. So I was basically raised by my older brothers. My father's in, from Afghanistan. He's an immigrant, you know. like He came here on political asylum because of all the travesty that was happening in Afghanistan. And when he came to this country, you know, his English was very broken. And the only jobs he could get were, like, you know, just, like, remedial work, man. Like, you know, uh, bussing tables, you know, uh, sweeping mopping that kind of stuff you know
0: the jobs that most people wouldn't want to do the mo-
1: the jobs that most people wouldn't want to do so <clears throat> there were at times it was usually two jobs at a time but there's sometimes there were three if he had to pick up weekend shifts at a different company he was working like three three different jobs at some sometimes i never saw my father growing up so my guidance came from my brothers and my brothers had no guidance from my father it was arrested it was a powder keg you know like So, my brothers, we all got picked on, okay, growing up. So, we got picked on because we were different. We weren't, I I grew up in D.C., uh, you know, in the D.C. area. And, you know, we lived not in the worst neighborhoods, but definitely not in the best, you know. We weren't Latino, we weren't black, you know. It kind of set us aside.
0: But visibly still different.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we weren't Latino. We weren't black.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: and everybody else around us was. Yeah. So there you go. And then that that kind of like always made it a little bit more difficult to be accepted, you know. And then of course we're wearing hand-me-downs because my dad can't afford the Jordans. He can't afford. You know, we're 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 sharing each other's clothes. It's getting passed on and passed on and passed on. By the time they got to me, they're rags. Yeah. You know, so we were always getting picked on about the clothes we wore. Uh, you know, uh, my, my oldest brothers were born in Afghanistan. So they had accents. They got it really bad. They were an Esau, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, like it was tough. It was tough, man. So we noticed that, you know, if we wanted to be popular and everything like that, we needed to dress nicer. This is what was expected of us. Uh, we needed to talk cooler. So we were, you know, my, my brothers learned from television. I learned from my brothers. You know, we watch. You know, we watch all the shows where where people were cool and in the city, and this is this is uh, this is what we pictured would get us accepted is if we emulated these people and dressed like these people. So my brothers got into, you know, basically a lot of illegal activities. I don't want to talk about them. Yeah, but because I, you know, it's just it's it's nothing that we're proud of. But I followed suit. So it got passed on and passed on and passed on. And it, it got me in a lot of trouble, you know, in and out of jail, yeah. uh, you know, in and out of jail, uh, just a revolving door of shit. As you were saying, yeah, I wanted to be just like my brothers and my brothers want to be like these people. So we emulated those around us. So like when you're uh, selling drugs, for, so let's say, let's just we've, say we've all been there. Let's just say you're, you're a drug dealer. You hang out with the drug dealers.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, if you're a drug user, you hang out with the drug users. If you're, if you're on a weight staff, you're hanging out with other waiters and, and people in the industry, you are who you surround yourself with, vice versa.
0: Agree a thousand percent. Right? So it took it
1: took a lot of pain, a lot of pain, a lot of separation from the people that I loved to come to the realization that the people around me have to change. Like I'm 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 stuck.
0: What age, what age were you? Oh, jeez!
1: At this point, it was late, man. I was probably what? I was probably like 30, 31. 31 when I finally like was like, enough is enough. And, it, and don't get me wrong, that was not even my last scrape. But that was when the, the change yeah. started to happen. Change takes time, man. Yeah, well, it's like, like I said, it wasn't my last scrape, but my mindset changed. And what, what, what it was, was I got a pretty lengthy... Sins. And when I was when I was in there, I started getting some spirituality to me, you know. Uh, I don't want to say religion because I didn't really have, like, a tied-down religion, I, I feel. Religion is for, like, people that are scared of hell, and spirituality is for people that have been through hell. You get what I'm saying?
0: Interesting take.
1: It's just how I view it, you know. Yeah. Um So I started getting spiritual, and I, you know, I, I knew that there was something out there greater than myself. I didn't have a name for it. Didn't know what that was, but I knew that I needed to pay more attention to the signs around me and see where things are going and what needs to change. And the first thing that needed to change were the people that I was hanging out with. So I cut people off and I made a geographical change,
0: and that brought you from from DC to Maryland. I mean, to Florida. To Florida, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And that was at what age?
1: That was at that didn't happen until thirty four. Okay, okay thirty four years old. And when that happened was the best thing that happened to me, to be honest with you. Tough and great. Tough and great. So, you know, I didn't feel the need to try to fit in, though, which was a big change for me. And honestly... You grew up. Wow. Yeah. So... You know, I did what I, I knew best. I got, you know, I got in the service industry. It's easiest job to get, especially if you have some background in it. So I started working at Café Bolu, which is uh, in the Brazilian Court Hotel on Palm Beach Island. I was rubbing elbows with people that lived on Palm Beach Island. They w- really took a liking to me. And I started hanging out with a couple of those people. Um, unfortunately, like, like a magnet, I had this, this I, I, I'd like to believe that I don't have it now but i still had that that trouble magnet so the people
0: the energy that was coming off the energy the was coming off the wrong the wrong people absolutely
1: yeah. so the palm beach islanders that I was hanging out with at the time you know they were trying to use me for certain things you know they were trying to use me for to acquire them goods that they that they wanted and this okay. is still, and i'm like i've been through this and i know better but i don't i want to be friends with them so here comes this acceptance thing again so i'm torn you know, what's still? I, yeah. Yeah. What do I do? What do I do? Then I realized, you know what, man, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to break off from them, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm even going to stop working there. And I did, I did because I was trying to get away from it.
0: You, you, you were starting to become more self-aware and knowing what paths you did or did not want to go down anymore. Mm-hmm. You had a much easier way of, uh, seeing and realizing which people around you were gonna you know take you down paths that you don't want to
1: so i and and it goes back to what i'm saying about trying to put the right people around me now now i have successful people around me that want me for the wrong reasons like you 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 have to recognize your worth which i wasn't there yet but i know knowing what i know now Mm. you know i still hadn't found my worth and it's like you won't be worth very much if the people around you don't value you. Agreed. <laughs> you know, you gotta be in the right place. So I wasn't in the right place. So then I started working for Lindsay Autry, who's another she's a. she was a James Beard nominee. She's she's a talented chef.
0: Is she the chef that works at um, or I don't know, works, runs, owns, whatever, uh Regional. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, I have a I had a meeting with Carlos, a buddy of mine, way back before I started Life Choices to see if he wanted to do some videography stuff, and I took him to dinner there. Mm-hmm. Had this wonderful dinner. It was phenomenal. And Do you
1: remember what you got?
0: Well, we got everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what I remember about it is is the dessert, after it came out, I asked the waiter if... So I haven't said anything at the table about what I do for a living. Okay. Just having a meeting with a, with a friend, just going over business, whatever. And I asked the waiter... Um, did the chef, is your pastry chef, like, did they use a Paco jet? Mm. And the person looked at me with, like, a blank face. Yeah, I don't, don't know, know what Because yeah. there's a a jet. It's it's a piece of equipment that, you know, one would use to make a sorbet. And she was like, I'll find out. And I shit you not, Lindsay comes out of the kitchen. Yeah. She just happened to be there on that night, comes right. out of the kitchen yeah. and says, y- you must be a chef. And yeah, I was right. like, well, I cook, you know, I cook. Like, right, you know, right, she's right. like, well, you know. I knew that because no one would ask no one, unless, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly is, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I just, I, you know, it's phenomenal. It, it's absolutely, like, I just couldn't say enough good things about her food. And we had like a good 15-minute conversation with yeah. her at the table. It's so cool. she, she's an awesome person. She's cool, yeah. Yeah, the fact that she came out to talk to a, to a customer, yeah. uh, I guess, yeah. that, you know, clearly she knew how to. How to I, oh, I
1: like Lindsay. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of Lindsay. Lindsay's very hands-on. You know, she sits down with every one of her wait staff, you know, front of the house staff, like individually and gets yeah. to know them and she makes it a point to get to know them and for you to get to know her
0: okay yeah
1: it was yeah. she's she's great to work for
0: so um, you left blue you went to her right to the, to the regional uh, yeah i went to the regional. okay
1: yeah so um when i got there i i i met i met my, the first mother of my child the mother of my first child. I, yeah. gotcha.
0: It, it took it took first, me a moment. To, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it took me a moment too. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, so,
0: so the mother of your first child. Yeah, gotcha. So,
1: at what? It's actually a funny story. So, some years back, I had sustained an injury to my lower back. And this was down here, and I went to I went to the hospital. Okay, when I went to the hospital, there was this there was a nurse that was taking care of me three days a week. She was very attractive, young, you know, beautiful girl. and I would constantly hit on her. But I was miserable at the time. Like I couldn't walk. I got a lower back injury with my L3 and L4, and I was not able to walk with. I could move, I wasn't paralyzed, but it was excruciatingly painful to move, you know. So I wasn't going to physical therapy. Like I was like I'm not I'm over, I'm over it I was down in the dumps just feeling sorry for myself you know I don't, I don't wanna, I'm not doing anything you know and then but I'd always perk up when she came in and try to act like everything was okay because that's
0: that's you what got to be that strong man yeah, apparently yeah, right yeah that's what we're told yeah <laughs>
1: right right so you know she heard that I wasn't going to physical therapy. And I was hitting on her. She was like, "She was like, you're not trying to even trying to get better. Like, I don't even want to talk to you. Don't even don't even talk to me, you know." And she, I kept hitting on her. I kept hitting on her, and I told her I'll start going to physical therapy. But she has to talk to me. She said, "Okay, I'll talk to you if you go to physical therapy." So then, she, now we're getting into conversations, and we're both getting flirty. And I asked her. I said, "Look, if I can walk, if I leave here walking without a walker, will you, will you go on a date with me?" and she said yes, and we never went on that date, you know, Um, I got out, I had other things going on, and, you know, I didn't, I just didn't want to follow up, because I honestly felt, I don't know, I felt like I'd be rejected, you know, I thought that she was just saying that, so I would do my best to get better, self-doubt, just full of self-doubt, you know, Um, so, Yeah. So, later on, I some I can't remember the specifics, but I remember that I still had her number in my phone, and it was like after a a shift that I got cut super early from the floor. I decided, excuse me. I decided to go ahead and reach out. Just you know, I had a couple drinks in me, which always helps, you know. And so I reached out, and I was like, "Hey," and she's like, "She's like, Hey." She's like, where have you where been? Where have you been? Yeah. 100%. Where have, you, where have you been? What happened to you? And I was like, and then I told her the same thing I told you. I was like, I thought, I honestly thought you were just doing that to be nice, you know? And I didn't want to make you feel obligated to do something that you didn't want to do. And she's like, why would you think that I, if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't have given you my number. I would have just said, it's against policy or something like that. Isn't
0: it funny though, how the, the, the strongest, the most confident, visibly right, men, right? Right. right. Because other people will look at people like us, and be like oh, he's got so much confidence. He walks around; he's just so yeah. cool. And, and it's like, no, we we, we too have self doubt at sometimes. Sh- oh my gosh, we're and, our worst critics. And it seems to come quite often when it comes to going after someone that you're interested in. One hundred percent. Yeah.
1: I don't know what that vulnerability is. Uh, I wish it. I wish it wasn't a thing, but it definitely is. Well,
0: you know, I believe it comes from your youth. We, this is what I try to explain to people when they ask me about my tattoos. They're like, oh, my God, how do you deal with that pain? And I say to them, listen, this pain takes about, you know, this pain takes about two or three hours what? depending on how long you sit there for. And wait, after that, you have this know. wonderful piece of artwork for the rest of your life. The emotional pain that we put ourselves through or that we are put through when we are younger lasts so much longer and hurts so much more because we're so hard on ourselves and not willing to allow ourselves to let go of it mm-hmm. that that causes other things later in our lives. Like when we're in our 30s and we're attracted to somebody, the nervousness of going and doing it because of that, that's what I believe. Because of, it, because of what happened in our past yeah. because we're still holding on to it. Mm-hmm. And until we let go of that, until we accept that that was then,
1: right.
0: that self-doubt won't, won't shift.
1: That makes a lot of sense. It really does it makes a lot of sense. It's like I have this much pain in me already. how much more can I take kind of thing,
0: and you're yeah. and you're afraid of it right. because the physical pain that's easy to deal with yeah. you've you've been right. in, in service you've
1: <laughs> been through it
0: back and again, been you know, yeah. but that emotional pain sits with us way longer and way harder
1: yeah it's uh it's funny you know um that's that's probably one of the most valid statements you know.
0: Uh, so you're you're at the regional. Yeah, yeah. You've gone from one to place that. to another, and uh, this is at the time where you know you're working there. You met mother of your first child, right, at the hospital, right, helping you out. And
1: then I decided to give her a call.
0: So had to call. She's
1: where have you been? You know, um, and I said, you know, I I told her, you know, I was afraid that you were just trying to be nice. She said, hey, no, I I definitely was interested. Was you know, and then I was like, can we just meet for a coffee? Just just. I'm, I miss looking at your face. I just want to see your face.
0: Honesty. It's true.
1: So she showed up. We we met at Starbucks, and then it just went from there. I asked if she would see me again. She said yes, and it became a thing. You know, um, we stayed together for about a year, and, yeah, this was... I, let's fast forward now. This this I was... Wow, I was working for a long time right there. Fast forward to... Yeah, I was about age 36. Yeah, we have dated for like a year and then we decided to, you know, we didn't decide to have a kid. She got pregnant and she decided that she was going to keep it. And I was, which I'm all about. Like, I, it's not my body, not my choice, but my choice is life.
0: I'm a thousand percent on your side. Yeah. I've been in the situation in the past. Right. And, um, very grateful that I was, um, allowed to be part of the conversation right. because that would bother me more if I ever found out later in life that I wasn't even told, yeah. but I was told, I said, hundred percent I'm there regardless, Right, whatever is needed, whatever you need, I got you. Yeah. I'll stand up, you're, man, man, you're up. A man. Fuck. Yeah. Exactly. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I, I was fortunate. My father <sighs> was around right. as much as he could because he was trying to support five people. Sure. you know, including himself. But I was, I was fortunate because he showed, he, he was there, he showed up. Yep. Um, that being said, just give me, yeah, let me be part of the conversation. Right. But right. their body. Absolutely. Up to them. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So my choice is life. And she asked, what would you want? And I said, you know, of course I would like you to have it. But again, entirely up to you. She said, no, that's what I want. And that's, I'm glad you said that. So, and this was all kind of like a shock because she had some surgeries done in the past on her ovaries because she had ovarian cysts and one of them was like really aggressive. So, she wasn't, we they were not sure if she could even have a baby. They said there might be a chance that you might not be able to have children.
0: So, it's a miracle. So,
1: it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, she's like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to have another kid. I'm not going to pass up the opportunity, you know. And she's like, she's like, um, but yeah that's
0: that so So you became a dad for the first time i did i became a
1: dad and you know what happened was and i believe postpartum had something to do with it you know the aggression that was being shown to me after the birth of the child i guess there's a multitude of things you know i'm still in the service industry she was always pushing me to be something else you know um i was uh You know, I like to have a couple drinks after my shift with my friends, and that was a habit I didn't break. I wasn't coming home very late, but you know, I was.
0: weren't coming home instantly.
1: I I wasn't coming home instantly, you know. And and she had a serious problem with that. And then, you know, I value my friendships a lot. You know, and let's be honest, when I get home, she's already asleep anyway. So I just didn't see. I didn't see why it mattered.
0: You weren't seeing it from all angles. I was
1: not seeing it from. all You
0: were angles. seeing it from your angle, right? Which I get. I, right. I, I, we've all been there, but right. Both sides, men, women, don't matter, sure. But back when you, you, I do. just, I
1: just feel like if the shoe was on the other f- foot, she got off a shift, had a dr- one
0: with a friend, it day in the world,
1: right? Yeah. And it's not. I'm not hanging out with the female staff or anything like that to promote yeah. any kind of jealousy. So you know, I just we didn't see eye to eye on that, and then we it's, didn't see eye to eye on career path. Then we didn't see, you know, and. Parenting styles, I'm, you know, I worry a lot about my children. You know, she was very kind of, you know, laid back a little, you know, and so I'd stress her out and be like, hey, what about, you know, like, you know, always something.
0: I don't know. I've, like, <laughs> we have, we literally talk about this right. regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have kids. Mm. I don't know. I know the theory behind it. I mm-hmm. don't know the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I gather from everyone that sits in that chair that brings up the, the topic of, mm-hmm. of parenthood or, or, you know, having children is situational, right? you know? And like you say, you both had different ways of what would be the proper way of bringing them up. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to, uh, I couldn't fathom having those conversations on a regular basis right now because I have not found a partner mm-hmm. that I could see myself going down that uh, journey of life with right. and much respect because mm. you have more than one <laughs> and the theory of worrying about someone the rest of your life as i as you just pointed out i can mm. see you being the type of father that i think i would be mm. loving them the child with with every ounce ounce of your being 100 and at the very same time worrying to fucking god every damn minute all the time yeah
1: and i will say this and i know you don't know but I, i'm gonna let you know right now please i, I i'm 100 certain that the bond between a father and his daughter is just a tad bit stronger than a father and his son just yeah. a tad bit it's a little it's just different that's your little girl
0: yeah i can i can understand that you know? Just because, like, if I watch a TV show or a movie or whatever, and I see that, like, right. what I feel inside—I right. mean, you'd kill a motherfucker for it. Well,
1: that. I'm saying, my, i mean, I, I know my dad loves me. He just he loves my sister just a little bit mm. more, and that doesn't bother me, man. Yeah, you know that. I I get it now. I didn't get it then.
0: Yeah, I think I think it has to do with, and maybe maybe we can switch this and, and love our children. Equally all the time, I don't know, <laughs> right. but I think it comes from the fact of, you know, boys are supposed to be strong right, right. away. Yeah. They're supposed right. to just be manly. Right. You know, where your daughter is your daughter. Yeah. She's, she's your princess. Mm-hmm. And if anyone comes near your princess and harms them in any yeah. shape, form. It's on. Oh, on like Donkey Kong, it's motherfucker. On, right. it's on, bro. Yeah, there's no self-doubt <laughs> yeah. there. It's just nah. getting That's, it done. That I've never had a problem with. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love that. That I've never had a problem with. Yeah.
1: You know, that was never never been I never not, never scared what, what was <laughs> ha- was
0: having the children um, a big part of the mindset shift going from where you were working to where what you are owning now well
1: 100% well, I, no you know
0: it's funny you said that
1: so that relationship ended really badly one night like really badly like ugly you know like I came home and we had been fighting constantly man Constantly at this point, Amelia, who's my oldest daughter, was only four months old. I came home to a very, very angry person. I I just saw a book on your shelf that I that Daniel Kahneman book, Thinking, Fast and Slow. Love it. I, I love it. I bought it. <laughs> I bought it twice. But anyway, so I'm so sorry. So you know, I came home to a very, very angry, angry woman. Um she runs out of ideas. You know, so when she runs out of ideas. Here comes the the physicality to it. Uh-oh. So she's, and it was it was dark. I walked into a dark room, and she I pretty much got ambushed. Right, and she starts punching me repeatedly in the face, caught me flush on the nose, water tore, tore my eyes. So just out of instinct, I shoved I shoved in her direction. Unfortunately, caught her smack on the nose, and her nose bled. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. did, what do you think she did? Mm-hmm. She went and ro- locked herself in the bathroom. Called the police. Now get this. You know how like when something like that happens, when something like that happens, usually the police come. You tell them what happened. They take pictures. She took a bunch of selfies before she called the police. Mm. She made sure that not rinse it off. Nothing. Yeah. She she
0: painted the picture.
1: Yeah, she wanted it. She wanted she wanted me to suffer because I guess somehow emotionally I was making her suffer. And I, you know, took me a long time to realize that there's two sides to every street. You know, I was like, wow, that was really malicious. And it was really cruel. But I have no idea what she was going through. I don't know what kind of stress from postpartum she was going through. I don't know what kind of stress I was adding to that. It had to be something pretty serious for her to because it's a complete 180 from the person that I met.
0: The fact that you're able to realize that, and maybe not in that moment, but shortly thereafter, and you're able to live your life now with that thought in your head is amazing. Right. Because it's not just self-awareness. It is literally knowing how to put yourself in the other person's shoes and trying to understand that the way they're coming at you, information they're giving you, the way they're reacting to you, has something to do with more than just you. It took time
1: yeah it took time i was i was i was really i felt betrayed for the longest time you know um and i think in a sense now i can see again i know she did too so moving forward i will say she is an excellent mother to our child wonderful you know and we are able to
0: coexist
1: oh 100 we actually were really friendly you know I, i think it just goes to show that some people are just better off as friends
0: I was about to say, <laughs> just because two people have a child together does not mean they have to stay together, oh, does sure. not mean they have to get married. Yeah. Well, for it's
1: the, com- completely unhealthy sometimes. Yeah,
0: for the betterment of the <laughs> exactly. child, yeah. sometimes it's better right. to not be together. To so just co-parent. And co-parent, become yeah. friends, yeah. or friendly. 100%. Raise the child in a healthier environment than it would be if you stayed together. Right. Which back in the day, like like our parents' time, you know, because we're not that far off in right. age, our parents' time or our grandparents' time, it would like... It wasn't an, uh, it was very frowned upon if you separated from, the, oh yeah, it was Shameful. like you're like cut off from the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, hold on a second. It's for the healthiness of someone else. They're yeah. they're not doing it selfishly. They're doing it for the child. Right. So, and hopefully the children grow up and, and appreciate it later on in life. Yeah, I,
1: I, I strongly agree. I mean, I, I'll be honest. My mother left when I was 11 years old and all I remember from my childhood was, Arguing, yelling, crying, shit like that, definitely had an effect on how on how I uh, uh, used to approach relationships.
0: A thousand percent. You know,
1: she was never, never the like this whole thing that what the physical occurrence that happened between me and my ex was a a first time thing in our family. My father never hit any of the women mm. in my family. Like, no, absolutely not, and like. That, what, me even reacting like that, I'm I'm still, there. there's a tinge of of shame to me, but. I get it. It is what it is, and I can't change it, you know? It it happened, I can't change it,
0: man. But you realize it, you notified it, it's in your brain, you're aware that it happened, you're aware that it was wrong, and that's back there right that's not who who is it's, sitting here right now
1: it's definitely it's definitely wasn't even the guy back then either because right. it was completely reactionary but mo- like I, there's no even i'm not even going to dwell on it because it happened though and mm. it sucks
0: yeah you get what i mean
1: so moving forward you know so it was a ugly ugly breakup you know mm. Uh, at first I wasn't, she didn't want me to see the child. She wouldn't allow me to see my daughter. And at
0: this time you're still in the hospitality industry, still serving, bartending, Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff.
1: She sent, she sent that selfie that she took to all my coworkers, Mm. you know, she, uh, she, she really just tried to drag my name through the mud, you Mm. know? And I like, again, I don't know what she was going through at that time. It was completely what I thought was out of character for her. Right. Um, you know but anyway so
0: it's not easy dating the bartend hospitality Way, right. weight yeah industry it's hard to date that i've, <laughs> I've dated a, a handful i say date very loosely <laughs> um i've, I've dated <laughs> a handful of bartenders and uh it's not easy you know because when whenever she would finish work it would be you know late and now she wants to unwind and have drinks and uh, back then for some of them i was already drinking way too much anyways and then i'd have to stay out drinking even more i shouldn't say i had to i chose to it's yeah it's tough it's tough yeah. so so now you know you have a child and you're mm. th- gravitating to different
1: I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you what happened this is this is when i told you that last scrape so so of course the police got involved there you know I got a domestic a domestic battery charge which is the ugliest thing on my record and I've done some bad shit you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying but to me that's the one that's the biggest blemish on my record because it's definitely not who I am
0: <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean
1: it's definitely never ever been a part of me so any kind of feelings that I had cuz all of the feelings I had were painful they hurt so bad bro
0: Confronting them is not easy. That's, oh,
1: Dude, it was an, it, it was really one of the darkest places I've ever been in in my life. Okay. You know, and w- at one point in time in the past, I had gotten sent to a very lengthy sentence. Very lengthy. This did not even compare. And I wasn't even, like, I, I probably would have got, like, maybe a, a month, two months. Like, it wasn't about the time. It was about the loss of everything that I loved, you know? I had contemplated suicide at this point. Um god it's hard to talk about man
0: no please do though because this, yeah. is, this is something that you know yeah. i i take to heart because i have this tattooed on on me and i don't know if you're familiar with that I, i'm not the semicolon okay. the semicolon in, in in literature is used because um it, it's not a period it's not a comma what it stands for is that the the, the thought is not over the sentence is not done yeah. so when it comes to those of us who have had these thoughts of suicide it means that my life is not over yet Right. There's still more to come. Okay. My story's not being finished, I like written. That. I like so th- that. this this is like I get it. It's huge. So it thank though. you for it. for volunteering the information. Well, I mean, it's
1: important. It is. It's a big part of what pushed me to be where I'm at now like I like I said um, heavy drinking heavy drugs which continued and then I needed to start supporting my habit like this restaurant industry wasn't enough I've met somebody who had a connection so I get back into the the old cycle that I was in and I'm doing it on a major level um, you know I'm I'm taking trips from Miami all the way to Port St. Lucie like back and forth all over the place dropping off an Ounce here and ounce there, you know. Um,
0: You're on the big road of self sabotage. One
1: thousand percent, and I can't even see it because I'm so blinded. I'm I'm literally on a substance twenty four seven. I wake up, I I take a bump of something, whatever it might be, whatever I have. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel anything. I walk through life for the next numb couple years of my life, absolutely. And-
0: ab- and you have a daughter at this time, and
1: I, which I can't see, right? Which I'm not allowed to see. And, Crushing. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! I still feel it now. Mm. You know, thank God it's not like that anymore, bro. You know, thank God. You went to the bottom, yeah. So, yep. So then I get I get a huge charge, man. At uh, this, oh, <laughs> I'm skipping over the, one of the most important part. Uh, I think within a month or two of that bad breakup and me before I started getting heavy into the drugs. Like I had already started, I already picked up, I already picked up, you know, a couple eight balls. Cause I knew I was going to start, you know, like I knew,
0: you know what I mean? To use or to sell?
1: Uh, both. Both. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm just, I'm supporting my own habit at this point. Gotcha. So, um, uh, this female friend of a friend, you know, asks if any, you know, I'm sitting with this friend. One of my close friends is sitting next to me. He gets a phone call from from a, a female saying that she needs a, a gram. Okay, so I go, do you remember Brother Jimmy's?
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: And, of course. So I, I head over to Brother Jimmy's. We don't
0: need to name names, but I might know the person you were going to. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not him. Not him. <laughs> I don't know exactly who you're talking about. He's too tall for the conversation.
0: Right? Oh my God, that's too funny. We're going to move on yeah, from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We're We're gonna move on there. I was actually referring to a female, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time, yes, gotcha. And not her either. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not saying that. that oh my happened. God, that's All too right. funny. So, uh, that I mean, that was my spot. You yeah. Know? So. I literally just sit there all day. It's mm. Actually, horrible. Um, just a
0: quick pause because this, this is an intense conversation. It's please. funny that you say that because you and I have literally been in the same places multiple times. Then, without even knowing who the other person right. was, somehow connected, but not yet. So Wasn't notes. the right time for the so friendship notes, to start. Yeah, but continue on. So I you're agree with that, you're, you're running you know, around. Like
1: everything happens for a reason, as it should. Yeah, and that goes back to that higher power that I believe in. So. I, uh, yeah, so, okay, so the phone call comes. I go to Brother Jimmy's. I meet this female, and we're waiting on her, and we're sitting at the bar, and she she, here she comes. He's like, oh, that's her. She walks in with this stunning blonde and, like, with just these big, like, doughy, like, greenish (laughs) eyes, and I was like, who the fuck is that, you know? And so... She walks up to me and she says she says, "Hey, what's going on?" gives me the money, we make the exchange and I'm like, Who, who's your friend?" I was like, "You have to Straight to business. Me. You have to introduce me right now." You know, well, at this point I'm my confidence is out the window. I don't care about shit anymore
0: well that filter's gone it's you're, gone you've gone down the rabbit right. hole of of self-sabotage right. right. your life is falling apart uh that people don't know about yeah. you're, you're you can't see your child the know. whole charge coming I, all that sort of stuff if i
1: want something at that moment it's in the moment thinking not thinking about anything else except for what i want right then right that moment that's and you want to know who Attack. this friend
0: was exactly so she's like yeah that's
1: my friend kelly You know, and I was like, well, can you introduce me? She's like, just go talk to her. And I'm like, okay. So I do. And, you know, when I talked to Kelly, she was, you know, not really engaging. She's like, I know why she came here, and I know what you do. So, like... Because I'm like, hey, what are you doing later, this and that. And she's
0: not like, having it. She's not having it. Not having it. She, no, she, she kind of knows your backstory-ish Ish. based on your current choice of work. Exactly.
1: And she doesn't want anything to do with me. So I'm I, not taking defeat, though. So mm-hmm. I'm like, look, it, it doesn't even have to be something serious. I just want to hang out with you and get to know you a little bit. Like I don't even know if I like you yet, you know. Right, you yeah, shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing <laughs> the game, of course. So she says she's going to this bar, or whatever, and she's like, "If you show up," I was like, "If I show up, will you dance with me?" She's like, "If you dance," and I she liked that. She got a smile out of her. You dance? So yeah, I do. She said, "Yeah, okay. If you show up here, it was respectables. If you show up respects because for it's one of her friend's birthdays. I'll uh I'll dance with you. So I've tried to play it cool. I hang out for like another half hour after they leave. Then I. Beeline, but <laughs> I walk in. Uh, she's at she's at the bar to the right when you walk into the bar, or the stage or whatever, right there. So I walk beeline for her. Saw her immediately. You know, walk up to her and we we start. I, I I grabbed her by the hand. I said, "You owe me a dance," and we start dancing together and everything like that. We ended up hanging out the entire night, you know. Which again, she didn't want anything like that. She,
0: but she did appreciate. It's not the just job. the hospitality industry that you're in now. You're a full fledged drug dealer, one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 100%. One hundred percent. One thing, hospitality industry, you do drugs, right? But now you're the supplier of the drugs, right? And for most women that's not something that they want to invest their time
1: especially not for Kelly at which at the time I didn't know has been a sales executive with NBC Golf Now for for 12 years you right. know like this is this is has a corporate background like well-grounded like she doesn't come from a broken home her parents were together until they until they passed you know, and they unfortunately they both passed of cancer within five years of each other. But they were together the whole entire time. Our two stories couldn't be more different.
0: More different, yeah. yeah.
1: Like it couldn't. So anyway, she was she entertained my advances, but did never. It was you know she really wasn't going for it. I asked for a number. She she reluctantly gave it to me. You know, but still gave it to. She you. still gave it to me. So there's hope.
0: There's hope. Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> you're telling
1: me there's a chance. Yeah. So you know, I uh, I did pursue. Um, meanwhile, getting deeper into this underworld. You know, um, moving up in weight class, all that great stuff, which I think I'm doing great because my mind is absolutely warped at this point. Yeah. The only thing that I that I was even genuine about was that I cared for Kelly. I liked her a lot, man. Like I liked her immediately. Mm. She's funny, she's outgoing, she's beautiful smile, friendly, knows some people. Like you can tell she's not a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, i I've, I've known I've known Kelly for, you know, the group of people that I've been hanging out with for, you know, close to fifteen years. I've known her. We've all we've all had kind of like exchanges of time at, yeah. at different uh, moments in our lives here. And another person that I've met in my life that I don't think everyone, anyone that I know of has ever said a bad thing about. Yeah. you know. And she, as far back as I can remember, um, every time I saw her come into the bar, because I lived in a bar right. basically for right. like seven years. Oh, That's I where it. I have expressed to the audience about my alcoholism. And every time I ever saw her, once we met, it was always smiles, it was always, how you doing? And her and her girlfriends that used to, you know, there was a group of them that would always be out together. And I would see them like every weekend or a couple times during the week or whatever. And yeah, just a very pleasant, very happy, very welcoming, and very warm individual. She's very, and she's yeah.
1: she's hilarious. She's very smart too. She's yeah. just really smart. And uh, so yeah, I'm pursuing her, and we, we get it. We, you know, we end up hook it up. You know, and it becomes a thing, and we start dating on regularly. And <laughs> believe it or not, she gets pregnant. You oh. know, she gets pregnant. Within three months of us dating?
0: Oh. Quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, she's You know, of course she's shocked, you know, because we thought we were being careful, but we weren't being that careful, apparently. And she says to me, she's like, you know, what do you what do you what do you want me to do? Again, I've like, I've been here before. <laughs> I've had this conversation. <laughs> I told her the same thing I told Cassie I was like it's absolutely up to you my choice is always going to be life that's just who I am and I will do everything I can to support you in any way whether you want me to be in the life or you don't I will be supporting you meanwhile meanwhile you know I'm still sending what I can to Cassie which she'll be which she has no problem accepting the money
0: mm-hmm. but
1: she won't talk to me mm-hmm. she won't let me see my child
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah. and I'm having to send
1: this money through intermediaries but that's, that's what point. it is. She knows where it's coming from. Yeah, but still, anyway.
0: Which kudos because regardless of not even being able to right. see your child, you're still taking care of your child. One hundred percent. So pat you on the back I'm, for I'm, that I'll, shit. I'll always be a father. Yeah. I'll always
1: be a father, Bradley. Yeah, you know. So, you know, my father took care of seven of us, man.
0: I Easy. Come, I come from good stock. Yeah.
1: I just have a warped, warped.
0: <laughs> like hey, you've been down. Head. You've been down a few rabbit oh, holes. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. But, so, but you're, but you're here.
1: I'm here. So and this is what got me here. Um, while we were dating, she gets pregnant. You know, I I was not a good person to be in a relationship with, which she already knew. But I was being a piece of shit, man. You know, I was I was I was just not I was not boyfriend material at that point. I wanted to be. Don't be wrong. I I really loved Kelly. Yeah. But I didn't know how to love myself, and that way I couldn't. The love that I had for her, I was not showing. Not correctly. You know, not not how she deserved.
0: But like you're saying, because you didn't love the person inside of you. Absolutely.
1: So, which makes it impossible to love correctly. Agreed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I was being unfaithful. I was... Disappearing, I'd be gone for a couple of days. She wouldn't know where I was. She was like, I didn't know if you were dead in a ditch. I didn't know. Well, it
0: comes to light. And ahead. at this time, still in the pharmaceutical industry. 100%.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like now, I'm, yeah. I'm ounces all over the
0: place, yeah, yeah. man. All yeah, up
1: and down the Eastern Seaboard yeah, yeah. down here in Florida. All right making money hand over fist mm-hmm. but easy come easy go you know like I'm, I'm splurging I'm buying everybody at the bar drinks all the time because I live there you know um, <laughs> just like you said I live at bars uh, the
0: 500 block of Clematis not like, loving not loving yourself not loving myself very depressed at this point completely suicide probably a regular thought regular still wanting acceptance thus buying everybody drinks constantly because you're the life of the party I'm beat down right yeah. one daughter you can't see <laughs> Another child on the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, what what happens is it comes to light that I was unfaithful. She finds out. Not, not only was I unfaithful with one, but I was unfaithful with a few, yeah. you know. And once that information was found, Cassie's the one who actually found out, my ex, was found out and contacted Kelly to let her know that I was unfaithful. You know, again... Completely trying to destroy me, still, you know.
0: But at the same time, you do, right. you're doing oh, shit 100%. to destroy yourself. No, 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 yourself. no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No,
1: yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, she went out of her way to do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She mm-hmm. just went out of her way, yeah. which
0: in it, inevitably it was going to show up. And retro, yeah. What's you, done you in, in the dark, yeah, yeah what's you, done you, in you, the
1: dark comes to light.
0: Thousand percent, one hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can't did hide it, in the did shadows. It, did forever. it in
0: my twenties. Can't hide always got found out.
1: Yeah. So. Probably the best thing that happened for our relationship. She split up with me, you know, she's like... Before the child came. Before the child came. And I told her, you know, I'd still like to be in the baby's life. And she's like, I want nothing to do with you. I can take care of the child for myself. I don't need anything from you. And I was like, well, I was like, I'm still going to give you stuff whether you want it or not. She's like, whatever. And she's like, just get away from me for right now. And I said, okay, I respected that. So now... The next, another girl I love, uh, I lost, you know, so through, due to my own actions, you know. Um, so what do I do? I focus 100% on destroying myself, and I was very good at it. And then I and then I f- sold to this chick a few times in a good amount of weight. And on the fourth time when I sold to her, uh, I... She asked me if I would get a cup of coffee with her. She was she was attractive. We had not, never done anything. She was attractive, and you know I had time, so I said, "Yeah, sure, I'll get a, I'll get a cup of coffee with you." She's, "Yeah, come on, let me just buy you a coffee real quick." She was like flirty and this and that, and I was like, "All right, whatever, you know." So I get out. It was the Dunkin' Donuts on Atlantic Avenue in Delray, and I had a bunch, a a bunch of cocaine and a bunch of heroin Mm -mm. in my trunk of my car Mm -mm. when i get out of the car i am surrounded by police she's an undercover
0: get the fuck
1: out she's undercover they were just building a case on me so i on the fourth exchange boom boom and i'm fucked okay because this is not my first not my second this is my fourth. this is my fourth distribution down here they call it trafficking the trafficking is a sentence that's punishable, you know, it's supposed to be uh, 20 years, you know. You're supposed to get 20 for trafficking. All together with, then you got the heroin trafficking of that. There's another 20 years. Then you got paraphernalia. You got uh, the actual sale of. You got the, tra- the transportation of. Uh, I, I was facing 63 years. Life. 63 years, yeah. Facing 63 years, um, I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting in the jail cell. I have nothing. They, I can't get to my money. I have money in various locations. I don't trust anybody to get it. And the people that I do trust, I can't get in contact with, or the ones that I can get in contact with are in different states and way too old. And it's just too risky to get them involved in any way. So I just, you know, I sit there and I wait, you know. And I was like, I had to, I had to, I had to reach out to somebody because like, I was like, you know, again, I want to hang myself in in the cell. I want to find a way to kill myself in there. When I like clean up the floor, I really planned this, you know, I was like, I'm going to ask to clean up the floor. Tell them I need bleach and drink bleach. Jesus. Yeah. Like my life's over. Mm. My life's over. You know, there's no way I'm getting out of this one. There's no way. Like I'll be in prison for the rest of my life so I just call Kelly, you know, just, 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 just to see if she'll even talk to me. She picks up, you know, and we talk and I just, I, I lose it on the phone.
0: Understandably so. Yeah, Understandably. I, mean,
1: I lose it. The tears are just flooding out of my eyes. You know, I can remember and she's like, it's going to be okay. She, it's going to be okay. I'm like, how, And I, you know, she's like, "What? what do you need? And I was like, I need a lawyer. She's like, okay who and then uh you know i did some research on it because these conversations continued so the long and short of it is she was like whatever you need i know you'll pay me back i know you're good for it well i got you i got you wow
0: after everything wow. done,
1: every everything i did to her
0: yeah that's crazy
1: <laughs> solid mm what a person what a what a what a a woman anyway so give me one second Mm. so she says she says to me you know just pay me back and i said i will i get richard lubin richard lubin who now has retired from law but i mean i was one of the last major cases that he took okay he took my case because there was a good price tag on it, and he met with me and he saw that I wasn't a complete moron, you know.
0: Um, not a complete loss not, yet. Not, to society. Not, not, yet. <laughs> not yet.
1: Right. So he's like this. I'm, he's like, I'm going to be honest with you. As many people as I know, as many connections as I have, like I can't promise you that this is going to go well. Yeah, you know, like, like giving your track record. I've done the depositions. I've, I've looked at the evidence and it's, un, it's irrefutable, uh, unrefutable, irrefutable, whatever. There's no case that you have that you're beating any of these charges. Like you're, you're guilty. We're, we have to look for a plea. Like there's no fighting this. Yeah. I can't I'm, hide. He's like, I am just going to work as hard as I can with the prosecutors to, try to get you the best deal i can he's like and nobody else can promise you anything like anything more than that he's like but if there's one person that can that can get you the best deal it's me I, he's and you he can look up all his accolades his wife was the mayor of palm
0: beach like
1: he's and he i mean he cost an arm and a leg i don't even want to tell you how. probably much. costed
0: you more arms and more legs than you have <laughs> yeah well you're sitting here right he, now
1: well here here you go like but I had no access to any of that cash that I had.
0: But you had it. It was there.
1: It was there. Yeah. I, but I didn't have access to anything, mm-hmm. you know. And here's Kelly willing to, the deposit the, to retain him was 25K.
0: Damn. Damn.
1: Without batting an eyelash. Without body. Her mother. Very,
0: very few humans.
1: Her mother was sick. Mind you, her mother was sick with stage four cancer. She was pregnant, baby on the way, close. You know what I mean? (sighs) Yeah,
0: bro. Wow. Yeah. Can't really say anything else. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he took the case. No,
1: that's not even what. I'm so sorry. I got the timeline messed up, man. She had all she just had the baby just had the baby she just had the while baby. you were inside yeah so you didn't no do, I that's not true I met the baby and then a week later jail, jail. she let me meet the baby I, I told totally you'd already been
0: her. arrested arraigned no no
1: no, no. I, I did not get arrested yet she had the baby and and then she let me see the baby you know again going through intermediaries. to talk to her because she's not taking my calls. She let me come. (laughs) By the way, I'm such a class act. I show up to meet my child with her with straight from the bar, zooted Mm -hmm. out of my brain, Mm -hmm. with an eleven hat on.
0: Oh my
1: lord. Her friend who's a huge fan of me at this point.
0: Oh huge, right? Huge. Huge.
1: Looks at him, she she's like typical. As soon as I walk through the door, she's like typical. And I was like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, yeah, tur- <laughs> You're just, tur- turtle in the shell, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So my my the baby looked just like me, gorgeous little baby. You know, if I say so myself. <laughs> 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 so yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I meet the baby, but you know, I'm I'm on this, you know, one way train to Nowhere. destruction. Yeah, I get arrested like a week or two later. A week or two later. And then, so she just had a baby. Her mother's in, in, her mother, oh my God, her mother died. Her mother just died. She died on the same day my baby was born in the same hospital. How I forgot this? I don't know.
0: Okay, that's just weird. That's, yeah.
1: She died four hours before Kinley was born. At four o'clock in the morning, Kinley was born at eight o'clock. Wow.
0: Yeah? I'm saying wow a lot in this episode. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> i flabbergasted right now. Yeah.
1: A, you can't, like, you can't make this shit up. No. My
0: timeline gets
1: messed up from time to time, but the details are hey, all accurate. You did a
0: lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to, to mess this up sometimes, <laughs> for
1: sure. 100%, man. So, okay. So, yeah.
0: So, her mother just died. Mother died. Childbirth. Father of the child goes to jail. Yeah. Calls her back. Right. Gets a lawyer that costs... An arm and a leg. An arm and a leg. And obviously because you're sitting here with us right now clearly he did a great job dude yeah, the lawyer. He, he
1: did amazing he got me when it was all said and done he got me a year in all right, a year in which I had already served oh I didn't even I, wait We so I skipped something that I needed yeah go ahead I did not have bail because of that domestic thing with Cassie like I got probation for that you know for the domestic thing with my ex and it was still on probation so then I had to do the time that was over. So they wouldn't give me bail. I was doing the sentence for the domestic. COVID had COVID just happened. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there, and <laughs> you know, I, it was it was no COVID hadn't happened yet. I was I was sitting there, uh, and finally my sentence was up. So then we, we try to get the bond reissued and that took forever. So I was sitting there for months. I sat there for six months and after six months, they gave me a bond of a hundred thousand dollars, right? Which with a bail bonds is 10 K. So Kelly puts up the 10 K. I come home on an ankle monitor. I'm, she takes me into her house after everything, after everything. Let's me live in her house on an ankle monitor until my court date where I get sentenced. And I get sentenced, And oh, by the way, when I was living with her, you know, I got to see Kinley. So I got to, I got to be a part of that. You started
0: seeing that there was something worth living. Dude,
1: that was, that was what, what was the change, man. <laughs> like, I only got four months of an infant with Amelia who hasn't talked yet. Now, when I'm with a six-month-old, you know, seven seven months who has like ton of personality this and you know what I mean and I'm like this is I can see so much of myself in her that you know like I was just like dude I can't believe I'm about to lose this too so I'm still super depressed but I am I am being as honorable as I can by Kelly at this point like I owe her my life
0: A Thousand percent. you know
1: so even though we still don't know we are gonna happen we don't know i'm still facing 60 years man this could be a long goodbye (laughs) you know so you know we uh we fall in love for sure like all over again this time i'm being who i should be even though i'm in a bad bad place mentally but my heart's full of love for her and uh, you know, uh, love for my child, and we become so close. The, our, our little trio, you know, um, it was it was a beautiful time. And then, and then the sentencing date comes up, and I have no idea what's going to happen. I know that they want me to plea out, and he he's like i can't get the deal i want while we're walking toward the courtroom i'm praying i'm like oh my god so now it's up to the judge what i get you know but right then the assistant to the prosecutor walks out and says mr lubin can i talk to you for a second so yeah then he goes into another room they go into another room together and he comes back and he's like you're going to take this and i said what what and he goes they're gonna give you a year which you've already done six months of because they credit that time you were in in jail to finish your other charge they're crediting that so you got the six months there you only have to do six months which would be five months you know with good time you'll do five months in jail okay then you're gonna do a year on on community control which is form of house arrest but as a opposed to house arrest you can actually go and have a job and you know get passes and all that shit you know and he's like he's like and then you have three years of probation and I said I don't give a shit that yes yeah, sign Done. me up sign. Done. Done. don't even need to, I don't need <laughs> to go into the room where's <laughs> right, yeah. the Done. pen yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so holy fuck yeah holy fuck yeah god moment Wow. god, god showed up because and I strongly believe it's because my heart was in the right place I really do. If I was still thinking with that, you you reap what you sow, and karmatic energy, karmic energy is a real thing, man. It's I,
0: a, I agree with you. I,
1: it's a real thing. I yeah. just, it's irrefutable. No one, no one can say otherwise. You always see it. You will <laughs> see it every oh, day. The,
0: the the evidence is there on a regular basis if you're willing to. That's it's overwhelming it. amount yeah. of
1: evidence, man. Like the evidence they had against me. <laughs> <Like>. So you
0: <laughs> just with what you said you had in the fucking car, I'm shocked that you're sitting here Dude, with us right you now. You have no idea. Yeah. Like so, th- so here here we are. You're 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 getting that <sighs> yes. <I'm> like, sentencing, <sighs> but that was still it. That's, you know that's, you're, when gonna, everything you're gonna changed. have a life still. That was th- and this is that pivotal moment. Like this so is the you, pivotal moment. So you go into jail for six months, but, five months for good behavior. And
1: I was I was Helpful to those around me instead of being who I used to be in a jail cell, I'm an animal when I'm yeah. in a cage. They treat me like an animal, that's exactly who I become. Right. You know, like I've done so much time in segregation, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, I, I had problems, you know what I mean? <laughs> this time, I'm actually like trying to help people, I'm looking out for, for the small guys, I'm, yeah, instead of trying to take from them.
0: I have know? to imagine I've, I've never been locked in a cell. Knock on wood. Not going never been admit. caught for any of the shit I did. Yeah. Uh, suicide, obviously, Dang. that's a thought in there. Right, right. Um, but at this time around, well, it was. I'll be honest with you, It was never a thought in there. Not at, until I
1: lost my until I lost my child. You okay. know, yeah. unless I, and I didn't lose my child until I was
0: taken away, separated, yeah, separated from my child, not allowed to see. Yeah,
1: that was the only time. Okay. like suicide really wasn't a thing until I had lost everything. That because once I had a child
0: changed everything it changed everything well it didn't change everything clearly right you, right. you get it, what i'm it saying did it did change showed that, a part that, of you that root emotion though yeah which is yeah. like i i have nothing left because my i can't see my kids yeah. so therefore i don't want to be here that separation but thank, thankfully you chose to stay I thankfully thank God. Um, unfortunately you chose to stay on the same path you were going down right. but thankfully someone came into your life mm. that and,
1: and that's, and that's, that's this. now we have an upward spiral. Okay. Right. Now we have an upward spiral. So I do my time. I'm, I'm in a different mindset. I'm not acting. I, I knew the change was real. All right. Uh, I, and I'm telling you, I knew that life was going to be different at that point. I'm just counting down the days when I get, get home and I can be the man that I, always wanted to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, you knew we only have right. this many days.
1: Right. As soon as I got out, our relationship was amazing. We, uh, you know, we, we we got married, we we got pregnant again, like everything. And, and then I, she had a friend that had that marine construction business that needed help, brought me in. I crushed it, built it up, became something from... What was a little mo became a mountain, you know. Uh, they, they when I when I came into the company, it had they had two crews. Now they have like they have like ten in a matter of years. In a matter of a few years,
0: it's been a you, very short time because you chose to work.
1: Yeah, it's been a f- very short time. In a short time, yeah. Well, I chose. I, I became a part of. Like I. I, I I was I, I I had a a part of that company, you know? Like this is this is this is my baby now. You know? I came in there, I rocked it, they had to give me shit. All right. <laughs> you know? yeah. Had to. I was making demands that I deserved. You know, I, I started to know my worth. Rather. There you go. I started to realize that, you know what? All these talents, all this energy that I was putting into being this loser. If I took the half of that energy, half of it, and used it for something positive,
0: man, the sky's the limit. And you did though, because now you're sitting here with us having this amazing conversation and being a thousand percent vulnerable. Thank you. That that shows the strength of a man you are. Thank you. You're able to come on here and share such a story with our audience, which is in some aspects unbelievable, but it's your life and you've you've torn down yourself enough to share that with other people in hopes that they don't go down that road and if they're going down that road they can see that there's a possibility of a better and positive and happier life right uh you you made the decision to change yourself because you realize what you're worth right you started to have self-love clearly right and because you were receiving the love from somebody else and receiving unconditional love from a child mm-hmm. you know
1: 100 and i honestly feel like i feel like kelly's love ties into that too was unconditional
0: well that was the first one i was talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah. like that that's one of the first people in your life probably they besides loved, loved your father me to they loved me to that health. loved you to health not for anything else that you're doing nope you know i wasn't i was i was completely what i consider to be
1: almost unlovable
0: yeah <laughs> but because you were lost you you were lost. The way I, this is just please, me, just please. me interpreting. I love what, what you're I'm saying. seeing. I love it. Is you were lost as an individual because you felt that there was nothing inside of you worth living for. Right. 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 You felt that you couldn't be accepted by anybody. You felt that you had this need to become this ulterior. I don't want to say, just a, just. You had to put on a mask and a costume sure. to live every single day. Sure. And that costume took you down a, a, a place that, oh God, I hope most people don't go down because I can't fathom what it would be like to be going in and out of incarceration constantly. Oh, uh, but because you had that, that one pivotal person in your life at a time in which you needed it the most, loving you right. and, and looking past all, let's be honest, right. all of your downfalls. Right. And still stood there regardless, you know that <laughs>
1: it's an amazing thing. Is it's huge. It's an amazing thing. But
0: you can see your face lights up when you think about her. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and the life that you real. now have because you chose it's real now to go after positivity.
1: It's it's it's, it's real now, and wha- what I mean by that is, I was always trying to be somebody for somebody else. Like you know, even at the moments when I thought I wasn't, there's some, something deep seated inside of me. And that's still kind of when I'm around a certain type of people, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that it's still a thing that, that, that core belief that I'm less than, or, you know, I come up wanting in so many situations where I shouldn't like, there's a hundred people in a room that I walk into. 99 of them are infatuated with me. Absolutely adore me. That one that doesn't though.
0: That's when you focus. That's on. the
1: one I spend all the time on
0: but here's my suggestion to that situation because you're 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 now energy the way you are today i see you at the gym people gravitate to you they chat with you like i see that look at that one person in the room in a different light don't look at it as the way you are where it's like i'm not enough for that one person how can i win that person over Just switch it. Just switch the like you've done the switching of the mindset. You're living a proper life now, right? So why not look at that one person in the room in a different light?
1: Well, exactly. Well, also you have to realize you do not know what's going on with another person at any given time, and it's literally unless they make it your business, it's none of your fucking business. So if they don't, it's not it's not on you to try to instill something in them. You know, maybe they're not capable of that emotion today. Agreed. And you just need to, you need, just need to worry about yourself and keep it fucking moving, Mm -hmm. you know, and like getting back. I just, I'll just, let me finish. Let me cap off the life story that you just heard, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, this, you know, life is good, you know? Uh, we well, kelly always wanted to do hair you know that was a dream of hers and all of we had friends a lot of a lot of mothers that were stay-at-home moms and stuff like that talking about you know the idea that i expressed to you about getting you know needing, needing childcare, you know um and also you know kelly of course because of herself like when i was gone Who's who's taking care of her kid when she's a working woman, so it's of a dual role. She started this thing, and then we grew it, you know, together. Uh, yeah, we grew it. No, I'm like this third location that we're getting is because of a relationship that I that I gained at the gym. You know, working out, I trained these two guys that live on Palm Beach Island. One of them has been a successful salon owner for thirty plus years. Like, I mean, he's a big name in the game, but he's had enough. He's burnt out. And he asked me if I'd be willing to buy it from him. And I said, of course I'd entertain that. And then his partner and him had a long conversation, and we've become very close o- over you know the course of about a year now. He approached me again and said, can I give it to you?
0: wow <laughs> my word of the day on this episode is wow <laughs> Jeez, man okay yeah
1: so he, he, he's giving me this location and so where are the paperwork's already in process we're just getting sublease agreement signed and everything like that and it should be a done deal by the first of the month you um, know change Yeah, to again, change that guy you know who I ended up in you know he's had his ups and downs in life and drinking used to be a serious vice for Scott and I mean, I'm, Scott's probably going to hear this or see this cuz I well I he's in, he's in, he's integrated him in, into my life it's just you know so i i know he's not ashamed of it but he used to drinking was a big crutch for him and it's funny him and i decided to stop drinking At the same time, because drinking became a thing for me as well. Like, you know, um, (laughs) happy hours turned to noon. (laughs) You know, what used to be four or five o'clock started becoming twelve or one. Because as I grew that business, that construction business, I didn't need to be there anymore.
0: I didn't need to you be didn't there. physically need to be on site or anything, not to yeah. be,
1: yeah. I didn't, you know, the money was coming in, there was a bunch of it, you know, and the, my presence was not required to do what I needed to do effectively. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go, go in, check in, see if everybody was on the ball, and make sure every all the ducks were in a row. And then, as soon as I, I, I'm getting this done as fast as I can, because there's a bar and a bottle with my name on it, heard so that had to stop. Absolutely. I had to stop. It was, causing, it was causing arguments at home. You know, I never did anything crazy, you know. I didn't get out of control. But it was too too much of a part of my daily routine that made people uncomfortable, namely Kelly, you know. And to be honest with you, it made me uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Can't, <laughs> can't make her uncomfortable anymore. No man, nah.
1: That ship is sailed.
0: Damn right, <laughs> dude. That ship is on the other side of the world now. Okay, and anchored the fuck over there. It ain't Bruh. coming back. No shit, Jesus.
1: And yeah, enough is enough. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I've, I've been sober for a short time now. Um, you know, congrats, alcohol, alcohol and drug free for oh, about a hundred and some change days.
0: Okay, right? I'm at the beginning of a ninety day. uh step away from all that sort of stuff. Well, nice. Yeah. Not, not because I'm just trying to focus more on like getting this stuff going basically. Yeah. But well,
1: yeah. And, and again, that shit gets in the way. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Even if it's not, even if you're not a problem drinker, when you're drinking, it is a problem.
0: I oh, no, dude, I spent, like I said, I've said it on here many times, it's like seven years I spent drinking. Right. Didn't, didn't affect my work. I mean, I was hung over almost every day at work, but I did my job. Right. I didn't, didn't drink on the job, but as the moment the job is over, I was at the bar and I was at the bar a minimum of seven to nine times a week because yeah. on Saturday and Sunday I would go literally to the bar twice. Yeah. I would go in the morning. I'd yeah. drink all day, and if I left, it was, like, to go home to, like, maybe shower or something, but then I'd be back at the bar at night, it's, you know. It's, and it wasn't, it wasn't just to be social. I was there to get fucking hammered fuck yeah, because I didn't want to think. Absolutely. I didn't want to deal with all the other bullshit in my life. But anyhow, I 100
1: percent get that though. Yeah. you know what I mean. I've lived it, so I know where you're coming. You, you've
0: lived. You've lived a. Little, I'm gonna say it a lot fucking more than I have. Yeah, because everyone's got a different story, yeah. and what you've shared with us today is is just unfathomable it's kind of crazy yeah
1: it's absolutely not the normal story you know
0: well you went through all that stuff and here we are today you 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 helped the business become more successful than it was you work with uh scott what's the name of the company
1: uh ideal strategic partners
0: okay so you work with that company as well i'm the
1: front line of the company front line of the the company
0: okay and uh you and your wife uh have two on the way to three salons
1: very successful salons that
0: have a brilliant concept which is you know it's called me time me time where single parents come in and their child gets some daycare while they're getting whatever they're they're getting done in the spa which is fucking unbelievable that have you have you patent that no and, and honestly
1: people have started to catch on and copy but you know like like there's only one mcdonald's
0: <laughs> yeah not, but yeah. i hear you, but mcdonald's has that fucking patent right. you know what i'm saying right. like you might want to get on that That's especially not, with the the not, company you work with as a front liner yeah idea. because that that will snowball right quick i'm sure there's other places throughout you know north well, they, america that there's has already, it there's
1: already a couple i don't know of any yeah. <laughs> this is the first I know. Definitely get on that. No, there's a there's another there's another salon. I'm not going to say their name. Yeah. But the woman who's one of the managers of the salon used to work for us as a stylist. Yeah, that's how and, it happens. Yeah, yeah. So she took the concept over there. But I, they're closing I'm, the doors on that salon, so.
0: Yeah, but I'm not I'm not a business person yet. I don't have that experience where I have the credentials on it yet. I can't tell. <laughs> Thank I can't, you. No, but the word I'm looking for is proprietary. Yeah, proprietary um, rights. Right, which is what you would have yeah. then if you get that right. for this idea. Right, which I think you should because then
1: it's a really good idea.
0: The I idea mean, is I, gonna I, I, going to keep like,
1: going. I like where you're going. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah,
0: it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> like other salons are stupid for not implementing it, <laughs> and therefore, if they're implementing it, you should get pain, a roars, side roars, hustle it from it. it yeah, hundred yeah, percent.
1: So you know, what? It is funny that you say that you're you're not you're not this and this, like from the moment i met you you seem like one of the most goal oriented like individual bro thank you no like seriously you you're very direct you look people in the eyes like it seems like you've been in the corporate world forever even though we know that's not the case yeah i've been
0: around them it's, yeah well <laughs> my job has put me beside the one percent right for 15 years
1: right right
0: and my father was a lawyer
1: yeah but everything that you've talked about since we've met has always been about goals. Yes. You know what I mean? Which I, I'm going to quote Denzel Washington right here. Oh, I'm going to
0: love this. Go ahead.
1: All right. He says, dreams without goals are just dreams. You get what I'm saying? Dude, I've seen it. I've okay, seen right, it a million times. Right. And, then he said, <laughs> and then he goes on to say, dreams without goals are just a setup for disappointment. And he yeah. said there's two things that are necessary to accomplish these goals that's commitment and consistency he said without without commitment you'll never start and without consistency you'll never finish which is what i live by today i
0: love it that you literally remembered the entire <laughs> thing that he says and i've seen it because, multiple times i live it now yeah because i live yeah. it now. love it i'm consistent
1: everything i do is consistent now. yeah it's my foundation. I wake up. I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I make my bed
0: heard. You feel me every morning, every morning, every fucking and morning. You've seen that too. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you ever seen the uh. There's uh, you you can see it on YouTube. There's a Navy Seal was giving yep. a, a speech yeah, about making your and he's absolutely right. It's the first goal that you accomplish of the day, and it just sets the day rolling in the right direction. Man. So there's that.
0: And doing the things that you might not want to do in that day and still doing them regardless. Got to do
1: it's consistency. I, yeah. Like the other day, you were walking into the gym. What did you say to me? Like I really don't feel like <laughs> doing this today, but <laughs> you did it. You 100%. walked into that gym,
0: and yeah. And you said to me, but you're gonna feel amazing when you leave the gym. 100%. And so you're completely right. I felt way better. <laughs> That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, you know, it's getting through those doors sometimes can be the hardest thing. And I and I don't just mean the gym doors, and through the doors of business and through the doors of Life. a relationship. Yeah. You know, it's just getting through the doors, like the hardest part because. We are one worst worst enemy sometimes, man.
0: Hundred percent. This is one of the worst places to be in the whole world. Oh my god! You know, but I love the fact that you came here today and sat in that chair and you held nothing back. Oh no! That that is literally the the one of the most important things for me. One of the things that makes me the happiest about doing this job is the fact that the people that sit in that chair open up. They just let it out. Let our audience listen and watch to a real person. Describe what they've gone through in life to get them mm-hmm. to where they are. Mm-hmm. And and you've done it, you know. You, we're, you, we're getting there. Yeah. We're, still, it's still we're always practicing. Always. Yeah, always, we're always trying to get better. Oh, yeah. yeah we're always learning. Now
1: I'm doing it differently, much differently. And I'm not letting things get in the way. that I right. I'm not letting myself. I'm getting out of my own fucking mm-hmm. way, bro.
0: I was, it starts I'm with always it. always in my way. Yeah. You know. I do.
1: Uh, now, like again, the people. This is again. This is one hundred percent how my life is. I have people around me. Because remember, when I said I wanted to, when when I wanted to be a drug dealer, I hung out with the drug dealers. You know. Now I want to be, you know, successful in business. I surround my, myself with people that are successful in business, and it not only has it worked. Like you know, you know, it goes back. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. You know, uh, It's
0: a recipe for success.
1: You know what my dad used to say? Mm-hmm. My, my dad, I don't know where he got this from because they don't have elevators in Afghanistan, but he said, <laughs> he said, your friends are like buttons on an elevator. They either take you up or they, they take, take you, you down. down. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and I found that to be 100% accurate. Like, I, I surround myself with people who are absolute winners. They yeah. don't have the same, same drive, mentality, passions. And my life is just going up and up. It's slowly, and it's it's honestly, it's new, and sometimes it's scary, bro. You know,
0: if it's not scary, it's not worth going after it. One hundred percent. Yeah, if getting out not, of your comfort zone.
1: If you're not afraid, or you know, have you know, at least apprehensive, anytime you're taking, there's there's changes occurring, then you're not a human being
0: right <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean dude I i'm scared i'm scared almost every day right now only because of the aspect that i'm i'm in an industry that is new to me and i'm trying to navigate through it at the very beginning stages of it and i have i don't have i have my vision of where i'm gonna go i have undoubtable faith in myself right but i still have to put in that time to learn and that's scary because you're trying to do something that you don't know yet. But everything else that we do in our lives that we've done every day isn't scary because we've accomplished it. Absolutely. So I actually welcome it, you know, yeah. the, the scariness of it. I welcome it and I love it because it, it means that I'm challenging myself every day to do something more, become something better. And when I master this aspect of it, you sure as shit, I'm going to have two or three other things on the sidelines already working that I'm going to be the brand new person at that don't, doesn't know a damn thing about it. Right. And I'm just going to put that on my goals yeah. and go after that. Right. Yeah.
1: So what's the next step for you? Like, what are you doing next? Just out of curiosity.
0: Well, cur- currently right now, this is my main focus. Okay. A lot of people uh, have suggested this, that, and the other. And a lot of the research I find has, you know, uh, t- two two sides to every coin. Like, you should do this. You shouldn't do that. Do a lot of this. Don't do that. Right. Right now, I want to focus on these conversations. I want to focus on building my community and my audience so they can understand uh, what it is I'm trying to give them. I want them to learn who I am and about my past. I'm going to be adding something to the the daily uh, posts, let's say, other than just the weekly one one hour and a bit whatever podcast. I'm going to be putting out a bit more what I call long short form content. Okay on different on different platforms uh so that the audience can learn who i am because i I want people to feel i want people to want to bring me into their house i want them to want to bring me into their car sure i want to become part of their life because i want them to become part of my life so right now this is my focus the podcast i have to keep doing my job i do freelance uh stuff still as a chef uh and when that freelance work comes in then that pays the bills but right. this is my main focus everything else that i want to do yeah. that's written down in my in my to-do yeah. list for yeah. two years three years five years ten years yeah. it's there it's on the back burner because yeah. i want to become really really good at this well, first.
1: I just, well i mean you've have a lot of accomplishments already so thank I have, you i have no doubt uh, of your success
0: thank no, you i no, appreciate no doubt it yeah
1: i'm not not worried about it at all you'll worry about it but i'm not going yeah. to i know you got it don't, i don't
0: i don't worry about it in the essence of stress okay um because like i said i know where i'm going in life right i know that i'm not accepting anything else but where i want to go yes. and that's it that's the end all and be all and if i go bankrupt doing it yeah if I unfortunately pass on while I'm doing it, yeah. so be it. Yeah, yeah, it okay. doesn't. It's not going to change the legacy that I'm going to leave behind, which is what I'm trying to build right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: because you like I, I'm quoting everybody today. Yeah, it's like fine. it's like Michael Jordan says. You know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take.
0: Agree. Yeah, yeah, I love it because we clearly watch the same stuff. Because I think so. Not one of these quotes I have well, I not seen. I yeah, mean, yeah. I
1: just I, I can tell by your personality. You know, and I think that's what drew us to each other is that we're we're both we're bo- we both care about people, mm. and we wanna we wanna motivate people, and we wanna be motivated.
0: Absolutely, and, you know what I mean. Yeah. So of
1: course we're gonna watch this stuff, and you know we'll remember these things because that's the kind of people we are. I, I believe that you and I are both have some sponge esque qualities yeah. to us. Yeah. You know, and yeah i think people like us can do anything
0: as long as i put agree with you yeah. yeah self-love no doubt in your abilities yeah. right. and go the fuck after it yeah buddy. that's it yeah i love it 100 percent. okay so just real quick re- uh, recap here the uh the company that you are working for is is I-
1: ideal strategic
0: partners ideal strategic partners mm-hmm. me time
1: me time salons
0: and is there anything else it for right that's now. it right now that's okay it. that's it right now okay perfect we there'll be more it, things in the future 100
1: well
0: so we're gonna have talk um, to me next year yeah we're gonna have all of the information for those two companies down below here in the description for all of you out there that way if anyone wants to come to me time they know where to go where the locations are and if they have an idea or something like that and they want to contact the other business right down, da- right down below here in oh, the description
1: and i and in my spare time yes which is it's so it's. I This is what I do. I also train people.
0: Okay. In the gym, personal trainer as well. Yeah, personal okay. Trainer as well. So social media, any other contact information for you will be in the description right here. Um, I'm definitely gonna reach out to Kelly to see if she wants to come on. Oh, absolutely. As an individual. Oh yeah. And then. Oh, she'd love I'm that. gonna have the two of you on after that together, and we'll have a, a quick, a quick hour <laughs> that chat. Will be we'll just we'll just see what happens. Uh, would it be, it'll be good. I'm setting up the idea of having the you know a third person for when I have you know business people that have you know two partners, yeah. or in this situation, uh, the two of you are partners. Yeah. You know, obviously in business and, and in, in life. life. So it would be an excellent conversation to have here on on the Life Choices I'll podcast. You, so I love it. amazing. Well, thank you so I, much. Again, you're you're so welcome. Thank you so much because. I can't even imagine the strength it takes someone to reveal all that has happened in your life, all that you've done, all that's been done to you, and just put that out there for public knowledge. Uh, and, you know, on a podcast that is going to eventually have, you know, 1 million viewers and 1 million subscribers. I hope so. That's, that's literally what I say every day. Uh, and they're all eventually going to watch this episode and be blown away by the strength of a man that you are. It's phenomenal. So I thank mean, you so yeah, much for for, real, for coming just here. Just real quick. It yeah. just goes
1: back to what I said about spirituality. Yeah. it's for those people that have been through hell not just scared of it
0: so i get you yeah. i get you all right everyone out there that's been following us here on the life choices podcast i want to thank you so much for coming back week after week and uh just supporting this this podcast on youtube uh you can get all of us uh from the life choices team uh you can follow us you can subscribe to us uh all of our info is down here in the bottom. Uh again, just genuinely thank you so much for listening every week. As of course you know by now, we're also on Spotify, Amazon iMusic, um, we're on iHeartRadio app. Uh there's two more which will be in the description down below. We have so much going on right now. Uh genuinely, just thank you for being out there for us. Scroll on down if you're new, hit subscribe, hit the bell if you want to be notified what's coming up next. And uh, we'll see you next time here on the Life Choices podcast. Much love, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now a part of the journey life choices podcast.